0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.capepulpit.co.za. On the line is Alma Pollard, editor of The Green Times. Alma, you say you've been in a, a, a swarm of locusts in the Karoo before.
1: Yes, long ago. I think I was about eight or something. But yeah. you know, when you drive in a car and you get... And, and you have to go through a swarm. I just remember them getting stuck on a windscreen wiper and it's so black. That you can't drive because you can't see where to go oh Oh, my word and the sound of that
0: oh no and of course they've got those hard bodies with their exoskeletons so they're hitting against the wind oh no it's like a horror movie we shan't talk about it anymore
1: they are insulated against the world I mean they're also very ancient creatures so they know how to survive so I mean that brings us to the
0: point the worst case they've said in 30 years so again and it's probably a good precursor to what we want to talk about today with World Environment Day but it's not just by chance that we're things are happening in nature
1: absolutely you see as the destruction caused by mankind unfortunately i hate to bring bad news all the time is caused by you know us going into natural natural areas and wild areas and affecting biodiversity and you know we've got this huge drop of biodiversity Um, I'm, i'm going to check and see if you can remember how many species are we losing per day
0: 150
1: very good. <laughs> you are my top student at the moment.
0: <laughs> I listen. You okay. See?
1: So we're losing. We are we are in a big in a big loss of, of species at the moment, and and we are expecting one million more species of plants and animals to die out mm. at the moment. So you know we've got we're looking at World Environment Day on Friday, and the message is and the main theme is biodiversity, which is really the key thing and the loss of which is also behind COVID-19. And, you know, I will connect the dots again just now in case there are people who haven't kind of got that link yet. So I just want to speak about this day, which is now on Friday. And, of Mm. course, it's up to all of us to do something important on Friday to support nature because we are nature. So if nature is not healthy, if biodiversity is not in place, we become vulnerable and we start dying out. And we've got this lesson very starkly at the moment, so it's a good time to learn how things work mm. and what is our place in in uh, on planet Earth. So on Friday, um, it's this year hosted by Colombia in um, uh, together with Germany. It's, it's every year somewhere else. An interesting fact is that Colombia has one of the highest biodiversities in the world. Wow. For example, they've got three thousand five hundred orchid types only, and 19% of the world's bird types. Hmm. Yep, so why? Because their government has made biodiversity a top national priority. Uh Now that would be music to my ears. That is the next thing that the South African government needs to do to protect our people. Biodiversity must be at the top. Everything must be checked out. Every business that wants to start, every Energy that we want to generate must, the question must be asked, what does this do to biodiversity? Mm. Does it support the nature, the habitat that supports us? Or does it actually destroy us? Because if it makes us more vulnerable, it should not be allowed. Mm. And this is where all the world governments are heading towards. Um, South Africa also on paper, but we are looking for more action in that line. Yeah, because um, how many species on the planet? 8 million species on the planet. planet. Mm. And biodiversity means the variety of life forms on the planet. So that goes for plants, animals, fungi, bacteria and viruses and their ecosystems in which they live. And the ecosystems are like oceans, um, forests, mountains, coral reefs and so on with their genetic material. So for human survival, we need healthy ecosystems with rich biodiversity. Why? Because it's, it, it enables our survival. It, it, it purifies our air. It gives us nutritious food. And it supplies our, our medicines. Most medicines naturally come from nature, and then it's sometimes modified. Um, it supplies the raw materials with which we live, and it limits disasters like COVID-19.
0: Elmer, the story that we are talking about, World Environment Day, has in it an immensely powerful paragraph that for me sums this all up and I think it's one that everybody needs to go and read. It simply says this. It's a short paragraph and you can find it in the story on the Green Times just above the stunning picture of the dragonfly. It simply says this. We've not taken care of nature. We're witnessing unparalleled bushfires in Brazil, United States and Australia, locust invasions in the Horn of Africa and also in India, the death of the coral reefs, the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, the latest in a string of zoonotic disease outbreaks, shows us the planet's health is linked to our health. That's incredibly powerful.
1: Absolutely. And we spoke about zoonotic illnesses. And if I can just highlight that again, that is when diseases jump from animals to humans. And why do they jump? Um, I wanted, I got this insight this morning about viruses. They don't want to jump. They have their preferred host. And if there are enough of them, and there's enough biodiversity that protects them, then they don't jump. <clears throat> but now we, we wipe out the places where wild animals live, and then we consume them, yes. and so they are compelled to jump. Now you must know, if a virus a virus doesn't want to kill the host because then they kill themselves. Yes So ideally, a human is not the ideal environment for, for these uh, for COVID-19, for example. They find themselves with us now, and we are not properly adapted to live happily with them unlike. Animals that they were originally in, so it's kind of a, a bad luck for ev- all, all around mm. So yeah, we 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 stick our noses into the wrong places, and I'm not blaming the people who who went and ate wildlife in, you know, in China or wherever, because remember, these people also are very poor people. That's often what happens. So, but it's also agriculture that moves into wild places. Then I mean, some people are compelled to clear out those lands. And get rid of the wildlife there, and if you're terribly uh, poor and very hungry, you're going to eat what you can. Mm. Protein is also necessary. So we have to look at, of course, our our agriculture, and we have to stop taking more wild areas. We have to use what we've already developed and not go back and develop more. So, you know, every species has a place, uh, a role to play, and if we wipe out species it will always come back to bite us in the back.
0: Um, let's end, you said you don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but there is good news, Alma. The good news is that we can reverse the trends of biodiversity loss.
1: We can reverse it. It is a very, very urgent task at the moment. We have to change our abusive relationship because we are the bu- abusers. We have to t- turn around this tendency by healing our relationship with uh, with Earth. And therefore heal nature, and understand that we are hat in hand. We are the ones that need nature. If, if all humans disappear from the planet, nature will do very well. The nature doesn't need us, but we need nature. And, yeah. of course, nature needs us to stop being destructive because we can actually destroy everything. So we have to be, take responsibility for protecting it and, and conserve all, all natural life and natural habitats and we have to look at how we produce food and how we consume food, and we have to create um, environment-friendly infrastructures, and we have to transform our economy to become nature-conserving. Mm. In other words, a green co- economy conserves nature. So, of course, COVID-19 has come to teach us that if so also, if we, if we act early and in solidarity, we can limit the threats that we have. Now, in terms of Doing this, this is not early anymore. You know, I've been on this soap dish for 30 years. <laughs> it's very late in the day, but yes. we can still change it. So it's also not just um, the responsibility of, um, of course, uh, um, our governments, but citizens. I mean, we, we, we have to lobby our government to preserve our habitat. We can adopt natural areas, as you know, we're doing in my area as well, and conserve and restore it we can th- rethink what we buy and why we buy as well we have to become conscious consumers do i need this thing number one can i make it myself at home rather and and where does it come from what is the footprint of this thing is it, it flown in from italy or somewhere or can i support an, a local farmer uh, uh, rather so you know supporting local for me is a key thing in recovering south africa um, and giving, creating more work and make that green work.
0: Who wouldn't want to say that they're helping to recover South Africa? Alma Pala, thank you for outstanding work and you can read this story and many other great stories on thegreentimes.co.za. Here's to a great day, Alma, and thanks for finishing us off on some great news. Have an news.
1: awesome day. Do something on Friday and send us your news.
0: Ah, we love it. Thanks,
1: Alma. Awesome. Bye. <laughs>